Merry Almost Christmas, and welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night, the podcast where two sisters team up with the categorically phenomenal Erin and Brie from the Categorically Romance podcast. Erin and Brie picked our Christmas read for this year, which is Santa Baby by Lisa Renee Jones. The four of us laugh our way through this delicious category romance where our couple can't go five minutes without banging, the spirit of Christmas lives in a Marilyn Monroe wig, and there are several missed opportunities for kidnapping. Check out where you can find Erin Bree and their podcasts below, and also check out our exclusive holiday merch, which is up on our Redbubble store. It includes ugly Christmas sweaters, Hanukkah puns, and winter wonderlands, and it will only be up until the end of December, so don't miss out. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Hello, comrades. Um, We are here today with a very special holiday episode. Uh, We are here with the Categorically Romance podcast. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Well, I'm Aaron. Aaron. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) Bree. Woo! Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's so good to have you guys. We were, if if y'all haven't listened to us on their podcast yet, first of all, um, what are you doing? Um, Why it's it's at this point been months um and uh and if you haven't we're gonna link it below you can go check us out but um as you might surmise they are our category romance expert friends and so we asked them to come here with a category romance that we could recap and this one i just want to say that our episode that we did with you guys was hot july and i feel like this we should we all should have read this book for hot July because these characters right? were never <laughs> once on the page without having sex. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Lots of banging. Hot Christmas in July. Come on. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're doing Santa Baby by excuse me, I'm looking up the Lisa, Lisa Renee, Renee Jones. Jones. I actually remember it this time. Wow. Good for you. Rachel's very bad at remembering um authors. But Almost yeah. the time I just don't know. <laughs> it's not a memory issue. It's a never entered my brain issue. But. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. For some reason, this stuff. Okay. So this book kicks off with a prologue, which is interesting. It's like two characters that are not at all present in the story, except for in the prologue and the epilogue. And it felt to me, and I love this, like um, a little bit of like a cheesy porn intro of like the sales girl and like the delivery guy you know making out I was like I'm kind of into this (laughs) yeah I brought you a package what's in the box it's okay that's what it was see okay I messaged Aaron and I was like I don't know what I just read but I don't feel like it's part of the book maybe I should read it again What are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. Yeah, like I was like reading it on ebook. Like I read like the first chapter or whatever on ebook. And then the next day I was like in the parent pickup line. I was like, screw it. I'll just listen to the audiobook. So I started over and the ebook that I had didn't have this prologue. So I was like, what am I reading? (laughs) And like the the more that I got into it, I was like, who were these people? (laughs) Wait, that's so funny. Wait, there's an audiobook? 
Yeah, yeah. we read this one with our eyeballs. Yeah, we. I could not find an audiobook. Was it on like Audible know. or something, or yeah. was it on a library? Okay. Oh, so yeah, Audible. Have Audible. Yeah, Aaron's like, check out Audible. They have the audiobook, and I was like, yeah. okay, I'll use my last credit. So funny that when they just like didn't have it though. Like they just yeah. didn't include the apple, the prologue. Yeah, like, that's I mean, bold. It's not, <laughs> it's not necessary, but. Yeah, it was weird because like if you went to the like Amazon site, you didn't think like there was no audio book there. Like you had to go on the actual Audible. For me, I don't know how it was for you, Aaron, but I was like, good. Yeah, I went direct to Audible. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't think we even tried to look for one. We just assumed, oh, it's a category romance. It probably won't have a audio (laughs) book. (laughs) Yeah, but it did. There's actually a lot. Yeah, a lot of uh, like backlist Harlequins on on Audible. Strangely enough, so. If you want to yes. go for those older ones, mm. check out Audible. Very nice. I feel like the prologue was just giving, um, like, Legally Blonde, like, the side. Yeah. What's her, I, I can't remember. What's her name? Um, Paulette. Paulette. Paulette and her, mm. like, UPS man, you know? Yeah. That's, <laughs> but I feel like it, 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 like, it was supposed to – I feel like it was just setting up, like, the mythos of the costume. Like, this is, like, a magic yeah. Christmas costume that's not Christmas at all, but, like, also will – grant your christmas romance wish (laughs) well it was funny because we so we have i think we talked about this maybe very briefly last year rachel on a holiday episode but we so we like watching a lot of made for tv christmas movies and there is a common trope in these movies that rachel and i call the christmas magic man which is just like this Mm. like usually random old man who like may or may not be santa claus in disguise or like some sort of like guardian angel and he like may or may not do magic and he just like moves the couple along and i was like instead of a christmas magic man we have a christmas magic marilyn monroe costume <laughs> yeah yeah and you know i didn't even put it together i thought the the characters in the prologue were, were part of the romance book that karen was reading in the beginning oh. and so i didn't even put it together until the epilogue I was like oh these are real people that actually exist in the in the re- real air quotes real book world <laughs> see that would have made sense yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. that's funny because i when she was reading it i thought she was like a gonna be a romance writer for a second like because she was like i closed my book or i don't know and that's why yeah I, I i had like a similar thing going where i was like oh are we just gonna get like interludes of like whatever book she's writing but then mm-hmm. no i thought yeah. it was a sex dream because chapter one starts out with like a sex scene from her romance novel. And I was like, is she having a sex dream? Like, I'm not mad about it, but. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked where it was going. And oh then I love a horny heroine. She's <laughs> very horny, but not in that scene. Yeah. So she owns, so our heroine is K- Karen. Karen. So it's Karen, but it's spelled C A R O N, which was very odd i was like this is one letter off from like uh like caron the guy that like ferries people across the river oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) so like i was it was like kind of that was in my mind the whole time but yeah her name is karen i guess we'll just call her karen yeah yeah (laughs) i was like why girl why why is it an o instead of an e just yeah Very she was like, I just really – well, I mean, this is actually 2011, so never mind because my whole theory the whole time was like, oh, she just really loves the name Karen, but she's like, I can't name her Karen because that name has been like ruined for all intents and purposes in the modern day, right? <laughs> yeah. But actually, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Bold. 
Bold she's decision. Karen. The names are very interesting for our main characters. Like yeah. our heroine is named Karen, and our hero is named Baxter Remington. I'm oh surprised there's not like a third <laughs> there, but like that's. Just- <laughs> I think there was. Wasn't there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. His dad's wow. name is David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you had a Baxter hero? Yeah, uh, like, like Arthur, wow. and he was the sidekick, like the children's show. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sounds like two dog names put together. Yeah. <laughs> Baxter yeah. and Remington. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. Well, now That's I'm cute. imagining them. I'm imagining them as like little, like the dogs are like the whiskers. Like, what are those? With the little. Never I mind. know nothing about not, dog breeds. Not I'm just picturing this man as two dogs in a coat now. Is what I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a trench coat. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so Karen is – she's 29, which is like not old at all, but like older than most romance heroines, I feel like. Yeah. Um, she owns a, a bookstore – and she really wants to go on a tropical cruise. Like that's her like to celebrate dream. the big thirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like all right, you go, girl. Couldn't be me. However, <laughs> she is. Yeah, so that's her whole thing. Like the cruise is like the most like exciting, daring thing she can imagine, right? And then until she gets this invitation to last minute be in a charity like runway show where everyone's dressed up as dead celebrities I guess right like I don't know it's fine I'll take it start like Hollywood <laughs> starlets don't you like yeah. <laughs> no, I, just feel, I just feel like the way like Kurt Cobain wasn't walking down the runway like, <laughs> you don't know that you don't Hepburn know Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> um, you're right I don't yeah. we, we didn't find out who the others were <laughs> I would love to see a Kurt Cobain Audrey Hepburn <laughs> you know fashion show though into it. <laughs> Two very different demographics you go into, you're trying to cater to. There. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a charity gala. You want as many people donating yeah. as possible. It's it's a good strategy, actually. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's like super, super, super late for like hair and makeup because of this like running gag that's going to be a thing throughout of her like toilet being fucked up in her store. <laughs> like, it's overflowing, um, which I kind of, yeah, it's great. Oh, there's hardly ever mention of like bathrooms in romance books, let alone that yeah. like, the actual toilet, you know. So yeah, it's, it's you're nice. Right. <laughs> yeah. And this kind of one that is mentioned is messed up. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, she's like the those like store, like it it was like on the floor. Like it it regurgitated some things. I was like, this is a very interesting detail that we're gonna like have be a running theme here. I just thought it was funny that it's it's ultimately resolved by like him buying her a new toilet. But like the issue seems to be the pipes. Like I'm not really sure what just like plopping a new toilet would but like whatever. We'll take it. It's like a magic <laughs> it's the Christmas bathroom magic. Look, romance purposes, okay? Yeah, All he had yeah. to do was exactly. buy a new toilet. Exactly. <laughs> Toilets are expensive. Like I would, yeah, a, a billionaire using his wealth for good. <laughs> <laughs> is he a billionaire? Is that is that? Canon? I don't know. Okay. He's essentially the CEO of Starbucks. That's what I was like imagining. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that's true. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she rocks up. She like pulls kind of a Karen move and like trying to bully the valet guy into like parking her car, but she succeeds. And then, like, while she's, like, talking about her toilet problems, we get Baxter's POV, and he, like, rocks up, and he's like, oh, my God, 
who is that in that pink sweatsuit? Like, give me some of that ass. <laughs> talking about toilets. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I'm picturing, like, I didn't know this was 2011, and now I'm, like, even more picturing. Like, she's wearing, like, Juicy Couture, juicy. like, the absolutely. full, like, hot <laughs> pink. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I know exactly what she's wearing. <laughs> Which actually, like, does make it a little more understandable that he'd be like, oh, that's, like, cute or whatever. Because those, those were – they were a lot of things, but they were like more flattering than your average sweatpants, I yeah. feel like. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sweatsuits had a moment, okay? Right, right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> no, and like now that all the 2000s fashion is coming back, like that absolutely should come back. And I will be convincing my boss that it's professional wear. Like I could absolutely get her in a pink Rock, sweat. Yeah. Juicy. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. Um, yeah, so he catches her. We have like a trip and fall moment and he like catches her mm-hmm. and he looks like George oh, yeah. Clooney, but specifically George Clooney from Ocean's 13, which was a very <laughs> <Yeah>. niche <laughs> reference for me. I was like, like, okay. <laughs> Why yeah, Ocean's third one, 13? Right. Do you wanted us yeah. to be able to picture exactly yeah, what it looked like? like- See, I, I, did I did not, not look, look that, that up, up, but yeah. I feel like I, I didn't should've. either. Look, yeah. George Clooney was my first celebrity crush. Okay, so I really? was just like, whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like I don't know. Like, hasn't okay. really aged since Ocean Thirteen. <laughs> so, like, you know, he has a mall. They're happy. Like, you know, he was also definitely like ten or fifteen years older than this guy is supposed to be. But whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> They just, you know, send something to the art department like, this is what he's supposed to look like. Yeah, Yeah, close enough. (laughs) So I want to know if you guys picked up on this underlying theme throughout the entire book. So when we get to his perspective, he calls her his prey, um, which I was like, great, feral, we love it. But there was like a running theme throughout where I was like on the edge of my seat multiple times thinking that she was about to get kidnapped because there was like multiple <laughs> times there was like reference to like security. He The way he was like thinking about her in the beginning, I was like, is she going to get like trafficked yeah. or something? Like It felt oh. very like Little Red Riding Hood there for a minute. I was yeah. like, I was a little uncomfortable with some of the language yeah. we were getting from Baxter's perspective. I was like, I don't yeah. know. It felt Sir. a little all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like at one point, like she she gets asked to go in like a dark tinted van. I was like, I just <laughs> right, I feel like FBI, this has been yeah. built up. <laughs> it's not. Every time she was alone in the bookshop and it was like the door opened, I expected it like her to like think it was Baxter, but then it was actually like, you know, a man in a ski mask or something. Like, I was like, this has gotta go. <laughs> something. Yeah. I just feel like you always think people are going to get kidnapped, though, like, which half the time I agree, so fair enough. But like, <laughs> I mean, that's I romance mean, novel wishful thinking, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Erin. Yeah. You're right. So like, yeah. you know, if I'm, like, reading Elisa Claypaws, half the time they do get kidnapped. So, like, <laughs> am I wrong? <laughs> and it was 2011, so that's, like, basically historical, right? Like, same thing. Oh, right? definitely. It's all. It's all. <laughs> So he's like, am I into her? Because she's not like other girls, basically. Like, that's like a running thing. But like, whatever, I'll take it. He's like, she's so, I don't know, just like. It was very not like other girls. (laughs) But it was very 2011. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I. Yeah, yeah. Uh Definitely 2011. Even with fixing the toilet. Like, I feel like in a book published today, the man wouldn't so so easily just solve the problem for for the love interest. Oh, true. Mm -hmm. Although, 
that should come back more magic toilet fixing i'm yeah. i'm down for that yeah, i mean i'm fine with it yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. So then, like, she goes inside. She has to be Marilyn because Audrey, like, you know, there's another mix-up. And, like, oh, another thing that just, like, was really hyped up at the beginning but then I think disappeared was how she, like, fell down during high school graduation. Do you remember that? Oh, and it's, like, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then it just, like, disappears. I was, like, this this is a really – and then she, like, tells the costume lady, and then the costume lady's, like, concerned. And I'm, like, I feel like this is the kind of thing where, like, in your head it's, like, really, really bad. But whenever you say it out loud to someone, they're, like, okay, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you trance, like, good, okay. I don't know. But that went away. And then she does fine. And then meanwhile, Baxter is getting hit on by Sarah, the FBI agent. <laughs> it's just great. There's, like, three – There's really three her. love stories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so she random. was so salty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was so much going on in this book for the like 200 The FBI agent, like the POV, I was not expecting that at all. And I was like, oh my, I thought they were just going to like dress up in like Santa and Mrs. Claus costumes and there was going to be like a little like tension. But like, no, there's a whole like FBI insider trading like white collar crime plot that I was yes. <laughs> It was excellent. <laughs> and Sarah really wants to like – she really wants to like bag Baxter because – so she can like get promoted to leave her partner who's been sexually harassing her this whole time. But like don't worry. It's because he cares about her. <laughs> like, yeah. She's into it. Right? Yeah. I mean, she's like, kind of into it. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, good, good. Um, I think that was around the time that I looked up. I was like, when was this written? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, yeah. They have an encounter. So like – She's off the stage. She's in her sexy Marilyn Monroe dress, right? And she, they're, like, going into the garden. It's very historical romance. Yeah. And he's, like, following her using the scent of her perfume and, like, sniffing her. <laughs> and I felt – I got very, like, like Anthony Bridgerton vibes. Like, he felt very, like, like feral to me. I was like, okay. <laughs> this is weird, but, like, I'm also into him just going <sniffs> – Giving her I got a more paranormal vibe, but you know, same thing, pretty much. Yeah, it really is, though. Yeah. Um, he also, as he's like walking up to her, he does say, "Would she purr like a kitten or scream like a cat?" So oh note that gosh. the cat scale. <laughs> I hope you guys have been noting all the cat references. What did y'all think about like? the significance of okay Audrey Hepburn was already given away so now you have to be Marilyn like you couldn't be sex kitten and Audrey Hepburn I think yeah maybe yeah I thought she like that was like her whole running thing was like oh he's only into like this hot costume or whatever but I mean she it's like she's playing a role right which like I totally Audrey would have been a role too yeah. yeah. I know but like Audrey I don't know they were very it was very 2011 like slut versus like you know you think like audrey would have been too much like her yeah maybe but he also wanted to bang her before because she was in a sweatsuit yeah (laughs) right right right. (laughs) he saw her ass and he was done right i just that was a that was an early moment that i was like well why did that fall through but okay you want her to be marilyn who's like the sex kitten i guess but like the christmas magic 
wig was coming in like i don't know well and it, <laughs> yeah. it did make me think like in the context of like, the, the movie like blonde came out um i didn't watch it but i like did you i don't know if you guys have heard of it i haven't watched it, stars, it yet. um anna de armis and it's getting a lot of criticism of basically like yeah. you know poo-pooing marilyn monroe and like stereotyping her so i was kind of like based on like the discourse i've been seeing about like i don't really like this like marilyn monroe was just a sex bot <laughs> angle yeah that's why i was like i don't know it was i wanted to talk ask y'all about that because i was like well yeah. why couldn't you have just still been audrey but like audrey's not you think of sex kitten you don't think of audrey hepburn yeah. marilyn monroe people do even though that's we're true. also like trauma 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 stop doing Marilyn like that let her let her be dead guys <laughs> oh my yeah. god <laughs> yeah but also like if he was into her ass to begin with I feel like there's no way she actually looked that much like Audrey Hepburn like I don't know <laughs> so so then like why why did it why do we have to have the convoluted like oh she was supposed to be Audrey but then like convoluted circumstance like she has to be Marilyn I could why could it have just been like you're gonna Maybe be Marilyn she, yeah she wouldn't have agreed you know? to do it yeah. if yeah, she was Marilyn because that was her yeah. whole thing yeah yeah she wouldn't have agreed to uh to be Marilyn Monroe in the first place like she's like okay I can be Audrey and then yeah. of course the panic moment of oh I don't even have the boobs to be Marilyn Monroe because the whole reason she's doing it is it's I can't remember the specifics but like her being there is supposed to supposedly help the shop right like getting yeah. money from the shop oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be like, like advertising. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Publicity yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's like offering – she offers some sort of like special deal for people who are like at the events, like briefly mentioned later. I don't know. Yeah. It's good publicity. Whatever. Yeah. You know, 2011. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and right, very and guess, specifically yeah. – oh, sorry. Oh, no. Very specifically what? No, I was just going to talk about the gel bra. The fact that she, she as yeah, Marilyn Monroe, she's like, I don't have the boobs for this. So she, they put on like a gel bra that like pushes up her boobs. And this gel, she never stops talking about this gel bra. I was yeah. like, <laughs> what is the significance of the gel bras? I think what the real question that we should be. Yeah. It makes Lisa me think of that movie. Of right. It makes me think of that movie now and then where they're like, I'm put, I put, put them. Put it uh putting in the balloons or whatever, like puts it in her bra or whatever, like <laughs> stuffing it. And I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, what are you filling with? Pudding. <laughs> <laughs> she turns around, by the way, we also get a quote that she would like to lick this man from head to toe. And I was like, Karen, that is <laughs> a lot for like a first thought that you're having about this guy. <laughs> He looks like George Clooney, and I want to lick him from head to toe. I was like, <laughs> so they like had their little moment in the garden, and then they're interrupted by some lady who's like, "You have to go back in and dance." And then they end up leaving the party together after he like cuts in while she's dancing. And this begins. This begins a running theme. This is another running theme that I noticed of service workers not being paid enough to put up with like their constant canoodling. <laughs> yeah. Like this worker who has to interrupt them in the garden. The event manager who like is about to lose her Marilyn Monroe costume because she's about yeah. to like, steal it. Like his driver in the limo right after this. Like they're having sex in the back seat and like. There's there's a point in which she's like the driver can definitely hear us. So like there's no doubt in my mind that this poor man. Right. I don't get paid enough for this. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
So oh, there's also like a theme of like whether – so he like explicitly says, he's like, well, this is like my dad's coffee shop. Like I didn't like do anything for this. So then she's like, oh, well, but like you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth because like your family did use plastic utensils at one point or something. <laughs> it's like what's the, what's the truth here, Baxter? <laughs> like, okay. Um, so they go back to his like super fancy apartment where like of course he usually has a policy of like never bringing anyone home. They have sex. They use a condom, which I thought was like, what? I'm sorry. I had another kidnapping moment when they go down <laughs> okay. to the limo in the basement. Like, it's the limo in the basement and the door is already open. And I'm like, he's about to shove her in and like, the tires are going to squeal. She might have been okay with it. I mean, they didn't right. have sex right after. <laughs> yes. Why? Like, there was, and there wasn't even like, handcuffs involved later on so i was like i thought there was gonna you know writing prompts right there guys anybody that's listening (laughs) yeah (laughs) the limo in the basement the door is open go (laughs) make sure to include handcuffs right and include handcuffs and a marilyn monroe costume yeah (laughs) and please for the love of god give the driver earplugs oh my god a really good tip too right yeah (laughs) Yeah. Great. You have your prompt. Pause this episode, go right in, then come back. <laughs> you I just love that you're pointing out like so many points that this could have taken a like hard left that I don't think. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean it is a Blaze. They Blaze had some bonkers storylines. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I saw that. I remember you guys mentioned Blaze when we were on your show and I like saw I was like, oh, like they they picked a super a spicy one, <laughs> like a fiery one. <laughs> With crazy plot twists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not crazy enough because there wasn't any no. <laughs> <laughs> no. There wasn't even a chase. Like there was an FBI agent. I just there was like an FBI agent. Could have been chase. There were two. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything just more to say about sexy times at the apartment? Oh, I just want to point that we get his exact dick measurements. I don't think I've seen that. In like he's eight inches, like specifically. I just thought that specificity was like a really interesting touch. <laughs> Yeah, you usually only read that in like internet, you know, erotica that's that's written by yeah. males usually. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 like um what's the word? Like alien <laughs> or like monster shit. Oh like, right. Because oh, then yeah. it's like yeah. but then it's like eight inches plus eight inch spikes on each side. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't forget the spur. Exactly. Right, right, right. Sometimes there's yeah, tentacles, yeah. like, you know. Right. You know. <laughs> um, no tentacles, it's just eight inches. Yeah. <laughs> so the next morning she leaves without saying goodbye. She's like, I'm out. And then she's like, let me walk home. And like, I related to this so hard. I was like, this would be me, like, convinced that I could walk like 50 minutes and then like a block in. I'm like, wait, it's really fucking cold. It's really cold. <laughs> yeah. And like, she has no phone, no money, no nothing. So, and I, I guess Uber doesn't exist, but she like can't get a cab. She doesn't even have her um, keys. She doesn't have her money, she right? Her keys. No yeah. money. Yeah. And then she arrives at her apartment and is like, oh, I don't have my keys. And then, at like the chapter ends, we like skip forward a few days. And I was like, how did she get into her apartment? Like, is she like waiting out there this whole time? 
<laughs> yeah, she's been sleeping in the store. She doesn't have her keys for the store either. Yeah. No. Wow. That, that, that's the category word count limit. You know, they couldn't they couldn't resolve that. <laughs> right. It yeah. just resolved itself. Yeah. Skip it. It had to happen, it. but <laughs> yeah. leave it to their imagination. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas magic wig made her we- her keys appear like on yeah. the doorstep. And she was like, oh, great. Like, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then that frog. <laughs> frog that would be, make too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so – while she's like freezing, just just as she's like, "Wow, I made, I might have made an error." Um, Sarah FBI rolls up and she's like, "Get in the car!" And Karen's like, "No, you're gonna fucking kidnap me." And Sarah's like, Good "There's the kidnapping. <laughs> kidnapping from the FBI, <laughs> right?" <laughs> But which is like smart because like me, I definitely would have just gotten in any car. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm cold. I'm Let's cold. Get out. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And Sarah's basically like <laughs> Baxter's company is like his his vice president is like under suspicion of insider trading and he's like disappeared and we think Baxter knows where he is like help us basically and we got like a scene before of like Sarah and her like mean partner guy like trying to dig up dirt on Karen but Karen is just so lawful good that she has like done nothing wrong in her entire life so they have nothing to blackmail her with <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> and she's like and- we'll look into her friends they're all good too yeah. <laughs> Which, like, maybe you started thinking, like, what would they dig up on me? Like, I don't know. I'm sure there's I more feel like than they Karen. could definitely find some. <laughs> like, at the very least, all we'd those, all be like, screwed. All those movies yeah. that, like, I pirated, like, you know, like, for the past 15 years, like, movies have the FBI warning in front. Like, that's it. They've got me. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not see the warning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, they cut it out of my illegal streams. So <laughs> Play the ignorance card. Yeah, totally. Just, definitely will work. Yeah, go with that. Um, if an FBI agent is listening and heard that, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> um, but Karen is cool enough to be like, no, fuck you. I'm not helping you. And she like leaves, right? Um, and then we cut to Baxter and he's like having a tense meeting or whatever and he needs to get a birthday gift for his sister. And this is why I was trying to confirm if he was an actual billionaire with a B because like the fact that his sister, two of his sisters actually are supposed to be high school teachers, like nothing against high school teachers, but like if your family is a billionaire and it's like, well, of course they're women. Like why would they be involved in the company? Like, of course, no, they're just going to be like working a full-time normal job. Like, of course, that's what everyone would choose to do if you were literally like a billionaire. A billionaire. Yeah. Paris Hilton is not teaching anybody US history. No. (laughs) Unless it's for an episode of The Simple Life with Nicole. Oh, I just had show. He has a discussion with his secretary, Lorraine, who is described as being very like tall and thin as attract and attractive. And there was like a brief moment where I was like does anyone else feel like some like sexual tension between Baxter and Lorraine? Cause like, I feel like I could see this happening. Like older woman, like not a cougar romance. No, I was just like indignant on Lorraine's behalf that like she has to be his secretary yet. She like knew him as a literal baby. (laughs) Like, and meanwhile, we're supposed to think that he like somehow like earned his way to the top. I don't know. Like, (laughs) right. I just worried that Karen would, uh, would get jealous of Lorraine. 
Of Lorraine. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, I any, just got so lost in all in, the sex. In Baxter's that... orbit. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it just all became sexual tension to me after some point. I was just like, okay. Yep. This vibes. Fair enough. <laughs> so he goes to get his sister a gift. And that this is why I was going to say it at the same time, because he ends up getting her like two books and a $100 gift card. And yet again, I was like, you are a billionaire. Like, why are you not getting her a billion dollar gift card? Like, that's how that works, right? Like, you should. And it's like something with, like, it's like a cookbook. Like, she's interested right. in certain countries yeah. and, like, wants to cook meals from there or something. I'm yeah. like, your yeah. sister has got to be the most down to earth billionaire right. heiress there is. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. She wants to cook Russian food, of right. all things, which is just not. <laughs> No offense to the Russians out there. I don't think you would disagree with me, though, that, like, it's... No, but <laughs> we're the worst Slavic, okay? Like, I know. We have some similarities like, <laughs> in our cuisine. And I can say, if I were given the choice out of, like, any European cuisine, I would not pick Slavic cuisine. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> not, in a, not in a long no. shot. <laughs> what a random choice, okay? Like, right. she could have been random. into Italy and wanting an Italian cookbook, and we right. would have been like, oh, okay, I can, I can fool with that. But I was like, Russian girl? <laughs> yeah, like, fair, well, enough, fair this, enough, fair enough. This would have been another perfect opportunity for her to veer left into crazy town because, like, suddenly the sister is like a secret Russian spy. The FBI is also <laughs> okay. investigating her. Like, I just, I was like, I feel like this could go in a lot of directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like then the hero would have to actually be helping his sister because like if he if he okay he did ditch his like VP best friend like whatever if he was a snitch for his sister like that would have made me lose all respect yeah. like no come on can I we just talk <laughs> about the comedic aspect of this book over the fact that like there's like some gangster shit happening and it's like a coffee friend. right 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 right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's insider yeah. trading too. Right. So. <laughs> right. Rich people stole other rich people's money. Oh, right, right, right. No. Yeah. And at the yeah. core of it is like you know pumpkin spice. Like it's like right, right. franchise. Exactly. Like the fact that like like the FBI agent, like her shitty partner, he's like he's basically concerned that like she's gonna get like dumped in a body bag because like that happened to his sister when she was mm-hmm. working with like actual gangster people. But the fact that like this situation is a coffee shop yeah. company, like. Like, what is she going to end up with, like, a bag of coffee beans? Like, right. uh, like what? <laughs> coffee mafia. Oh, my God. They, they yeah. could have you taken know, that I, turn. They definitely – that's true. They definitely exist. Um, 100%. <laughs> like, right. coffee – I just feel like that's, like, a perfect way to transport illegal goods. Like, it just in mm. bags of – yeah, probably i don't know right supply yeah. and demand okay right <laughs> um, so oh he also like mailed back her maryland wig so like that's i guess like her her running thing of like oh he only is into me because he thinks i'm maryland like when he shows up to the store she like quite literally she's like oh i didn't think you knew i was the same person as like in the pink sweatsuit and i'm like ma'am they said your name like yeah. Your identity was not yeah. like the I thought whole, there was gonna be like right. the whole identity 
like Cinderella, like being another yeah. person thing was just a little weird for me. Right. I was like, girl, get yeah. over it. You're about to be 30. It was a yeah. costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, guys, the gel bra. Like, you can't, you can't underestimate can't get the, over the, gel, the bra. gel bra. <laughs> like, I thought there was going to be some, like, actual Cinderella thing where he, like, couldn't, like, didn't know her name, like, didn't, couldn't find her. But, like, no. Like, the whole point was promotion for you and your store. Like, so obviously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so. Um, yeah, so she helps him pick out a book. And I just she picks out a book like the Russian book is like described as being so large and heavy that she can't stand up. And I just like was wondering, I was like, is this the Gutenberg Bible? Like what book? <laughs> no, is but she- see, I actually did hold a Bible recently that was like very heavy. Like I needed help to carry it. So like I can picture what she's going for here. I don't know. With the random um, Serbian Orthodox priest man in Montana. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> That's a romance plot right there with Big Left Turn. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure Please, no. Orthodox priests allowed to get married. Oh, yeah. He was def- he was married. Probably. Yeah. I heard all about his four oh. kids. Like, way too much. But, yeah. <laughs> so then he invites her to – oh, also I'd like to say that just the number of, like – the number of unnecessary like male adjective uses in this like in the same paragraph most of the time it was just like i don't know i just like embrace i I just like loved it by the end of this because like it was like easy male grace powerful male handwriting and i was like what does that mean (laughs) yeah yeah right like (laughs) i I noticed that too like when they were um i think they were they were doing some foreplay or something and and she described him as all male and i was thinking to myself i was like what does that mean What does like, being you know. half male mean? Like, what would not <laughs> I don't think we would use that today, but in 2011, yeah. the chicks digged it, okay? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> His male scent. Now we just specifically describe it as, like, sandalwood. And, you know, it's always, yeah. like, always yeah, sandalwood. Like, like, right. Sandalwood. Yeah. yeah. You know, wooded area and raindrops. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, With a little bit corn. of, like, musk beneath that is just unique to him it must just yeah. be the scent of insert hero's name here eyes yeah. the color of bourbon <laughs> oh, yes. always but they've got to be but in 2011 it was all male the, yeah <laughs> that all male bourbon <laughs> <laughs> well right it's still got to be bourbon it can't be like something else like apple juice or something because that's like way too right. yeah that be wouldn't like, work yeah Could, couldn't be drink. a cosmopolitan <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, so he invites her to dinner at his like fancy dinner club which i loved the way he did this i've been seeing some discussions about this on twitter i don't know if you guys have seen this too rachel i know you don't go on twitter so you haven't (laughs) but the two of you (laughs) about how like people were talking about how they really want like men to go back to being like this restaurant at eight, like I'll pick you up mm. at your house or like meet you there instead of being like, what do you want to do? And I was like, that's a man. That's all male. That's right all there. male. Like, he just like, he's like, meet me at 10. <laughs> all of Make Garden all of 630. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to order for you too. Don't be late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. It's like, I get, I get, see, I can never make a decision. So like, I guess I do. 
but I also don't like someone making decisions for me. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? So, I can pick the restaurant, but I'm picking my own meal. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd rather we just as sit in purgatory forever, like no decisions ever made. Yeah. <laughs> so they have like great conversation. Like it's like weird, like really private. Like she compares it to like a train like train compartments and at one point she's like oh is this like a sex club like you know, I need to a sex club yeah. <laughs> the, red the room. only reason she decides it's not yeah. a sex club yeah. is because she sees some people in suits like in the lobby yeah. right? she's like oh, okay <laughs> they're, they're lawyers it's not right. a sex club <laughs> you think fancy uh, lawyers would go to a sex club yeah <laughs> like, like who um, is going if not what yeah. do you think lawyers do on their time we off we are not gonna stereotype not like- sex club c- customers <laughs> okay <laughs> no no um, so he gets like a, she goes i guess it's like as she's going to the bathroom like he gets a phone call and it's jet who's like the insider trading vp man or whatever and i yeah she goes to the bathroom she's like i don't want to hear this because like if the fbi like and so i don't have to lie to them or whatever yeah and i don't know how anyone was supposed to believe for a minute that jet was innocent with a name oh, like yeah. jet like yeah, another dog J-E-T- name. By the <laughs> no way, no way. Yeah. Not commit white collar crime. Jet was doomed from the beginning. Okay, <laughs> name is destiny. Listen, he was just trying to live up to his name and buy a private jet. He was like, "This is my one purpose in life." And like, if insider trading is how I have to do it, like, it has to happen. It has to happen. Um, and she runs into Sarah, FBI girl, in the bathroom because, of course. Of course. <laughs> and she's wearing a pants suit. And I had a brief moment where I was like, Karen and Sarah, I could see That's something. Oh, right. we actually yeah. see that. Yeah. Fred and Baxter, Ooh, Karen okay. and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fred and Baxter. That's fine. But Karen yeah. and Sarah is where my heart lies. <laughs> um, and she basically threatens her. And she's like, if you know that Baxter is involved in anything or like or you're aware of anything and you don't come to me, then you've crossed a line of guilt yourself. And just like listeners, that's absolutely not true. Like, no, you, you're not. Yeah. yeah, no, you're good. You don't have to just be, you don't, ha- you are not legally required to snitch. All right. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this episode is going to get us all arrested. <laughs> no, this is not official legal advice, but I do know what I'm talking about. And like, you're good. Yeah. You are good. <laughs> <laughs> like crossing the line would be going to the FBI and being like, I don't know, like actively telling them something that's not true. So like being like they're looking for a body. I saw a Jet like, dressed up as a waiter yeah, at this restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Or like the body is hidden here when it's really not. Yeah. Like, but no. Okay. Especially like, girl, you came <laughs> up to me in the bathroom. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> do my bit. Do we know Stop each telling other? Like, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Then we cut to Baxter and Jet and like Jet's, you know, being super shady, calling for money. He's like, the government's after me, whatever. But like, you know, obviously it's fake. And then I forget, do they do this like at the place where they go back? They have sex basically. And we, they like don't use a condom. And she's like, I'm on the pill, but don't worry. I'm not on it to have sex. Yeah. The, like, the- I hated <laughs> that. Why did we need that? It took my brain like so long to process that. I was like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, yeah, that was a thing where people are like, why are you like, yeah. Oh, I, I was, remember like, How old that. are you, ma'am? Like, I- I went on the pill in high school and I remember like telling people and they'd be like, they would look at me like I was a harlot, like a loose woman. And I was like, I'm 16. I just feel like 
a girl, you're about to turn 30. Why yeah, did that exactly. slip out of your mouth? What are you? Hey. Oh, to control your like acne? Like why does he need to know this? Like what? Also, <laughs> there was a part of me that was like, I was like, oh, well, maybe that's like a, a roundabout way of doing the STD like discussion of like, oh, I haven't slept with anyone. So I don't have any STDs. But, you yeah. know, that's too much. I feel like I'm giving I was yeah. just disappointed because I was like, here it is, Blaze. It's like this sexy line, and you're going to put some shit like that in there. I just was like, this is so – I don't want to even say of its time because there are books, I right. think, that came after that oh, that yeah. are just like – just I don't know that was just it was gross to me like oh yeah. but I'm not on it to have sex well then what are you on it for you're about right. to turn 30 <laughs> like, right. not saying you're on there screwing everybody but who cares yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um so so then he's going to Texas basically tells her to like stay stay in snoop and then yeah Go ahead. They have phone sex. They have phone <laughs> sex, and the FBI is listening <laughs> in. Oh my god! Uh, this is what like I didn't know that this was something that I had to be afraid of, but like this is like a new fear of mine <laughs> that the FBI could be listening in at any time. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the FBI, man! Like my heart goes out to them. I don't know what they've had to listen to. But oh I was like, God. oh, they, they have to listen to this. And they <laughs> recorded it. <laughs> they recorded it because this conversation comes back like in a, on a tape player later. So I was like, do Sarah and Fred like ever listen to this sometimes? Oh like you know, oh, they, yeah. they say that they don't, but like, I don't know. She kept that tape. Like, she did. I feel like well, it's more to Sarah than it. Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even feel like it was Fred. I feel like it was Sarah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean they they kept it because they have to. Because like if you if you end up getting something good, like you, what are you going to say in court? Like, oh, well, we listened to this. We don't have a record, but like take my word for it. Like they did say that. It was really. Yeah, it was good too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this is when he like also sends the plumber to fix the toilet <laughs> and then he like calls her Great. and she doesn't want to pick up his the phone but she's like ah oh, but like he did get me a toilet so like what am I gonna do just not take his call <laughs> so romantic <laughs> yeah fair, I mean fair enough like <laughs> yeah someone wants to replace my toilet that's the yeah go for yeah, it I'll pick right. up your call I'll <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like answering the phone at all right. so like that's a big right. sacrifice <laughs> Right. Like, yeah, I take this as a thank you note from the heart. I also like that they both, like, give each other kind of, like, good ideas for their respective stores that, like, never end up happening, but, like, they're nice nonetheless. Like, she suggests to him, she's like, oh, your coffee's, like, too expensive for me. So, like, what mm. if you have, like, I forget what they call it, like, a two-hour two dash, like, once a week that it's, like, cheaper. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you should put, like, a Remington coffee shop in your store, which isn't so much she, like, already had that idea, but, like, I don't know. That'd be nice. Get the hookup. Have like a nice. Yeah. Like, well, she's like yeah. it's too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. They get engaged at the end of this book, so like you know, after like they get married, she could just put the Remington coffee shop in there for free. Like, you yeah. know, I. Just, but like, I'm assuming not? she's she's an indie bookstore, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
I don't yeah. know how many indie bookstores are putting coffee shops in them. Yeah, do That's they even true. have the space for it? Yeah, right. Do they even yeah. have the space? Yeah, they're in San Francisco. <laughs> let's not forget. Oh, like, well, in 2011, right. to be fair, so it was a little bit less expensive. Mm, maybe. <laughs> also, Barnes, if he's Starbucks, right? Barnes and Noble does exist in this world because we know that she used to work at Barnes and Noble from like the FBI investigation or whatever. So, like. <laughs> Is that like an exclusive thing? Like, are they? I don't know. We're getting too far into this. I feel like, but I'm gonna go ahead well, and assume Barnes that and he Noble exists. Does Starbucks exist? Like, and our- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or is Remington in the Barnes and Nobles in this universe? And like, mm. would it violate their ex- exclusivity with them? Oh, something to definitely <laughs> yeah. be concerned yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. right. Talk about insiders. Like, that's the white collar crime we should be investigating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing favors for your for your fiance. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So what happens next? I feel like she goes sister. to drop off her his sister's present, and she's like oh, planning yeah. on like breaking up with. She constantly time, is like, yeah. "I'm gonna break up with him," and then five oh, minutes yeah. later, she's like, "No." But no. she brings him the his sister's present, and she sees his sister, and she's described as a blonde bombshell. And naturally, you know, this is like a trope as old as time she uh, assumes that they're dating luckily it's like cleared up very quickly that she's his sister but it did make me a little uncomfy that she was described as a blonde bombshell because when we're introduced to baxter it's like oh yeah he only dates blonde bombshells and yeah, he has yeah. like a woman of the week and i was like I don't really like that his like sister that he was dating women that looked exclusively like his like sister. His sister. <laughs> but it's also very on brand with the whole like siblings are dating thing. And I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this in real life, but like so many people I know do look very similar to each other that are like dating, right? Like I just think like I know a lot of people that like could pass for siblings. So it's we also I kind of liked it. I I recognize where you're coming from and saying it's like weird, but I felt like it was kind of like a vindicate or like redemption for like the blonde bombshells in this storyline because like we do get that little thing where she's like oh the newspaper was like so rude about you and like making it seem like blondes are bad or whatever and mm-hmm. like and then then Karen has a moment where she's like oh yeah like I never thought of it like that I don't know yeah so I thought it was like a weird little like I don't know but yeah if you guys ever I don't know if you've heard of the um the Instagram account called siblings are dating but um, oh it's an yeah, account oh that gosh. you might guess okay, yeah. post pictures of people and you have to like vote whether their siblings are dating and then it like reveals whether it's siblings are dating. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's you like, would that's be like... surprised <laughs> how difficult it is yeah. to guess oh whether their siblings are dating. No, I love that stuff. There's a Reddit uh, subreddit that's uh, 13 or 30. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> It's funny to look at that. <laughs> Last time I Googled something like this, I wound up down a really dark hole that is, needs <laughs> yeah, to be Yeah, that could get uh, the 13 or 30 quick. or the siblings are dating. Something along the lines of siblings are dating. <laughs> it took uh, me to yeah. I mean, some like, very dirty sites. Know. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wasn't it like there's like the new Game of Thrones show? And I think like Pornhub was like, yeah, the searches for like step sibling videos and like stepmom and like stepdad videos like probably skyrocketed. Like they skyrocketed with this new Game of Thrones show. And I was like, what does this say? Like, what does this say about us as a society? 
I found myself, I don't know, I can't remember what I Googled, but the next thing I knew, I was like, this is a thing, like, twin-cest. I was like, what is this? Like, I'm like, you know, you start clearing your history, like, if the FBI. You're probably like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I ended up here. It's, it's all right, Bree. You and every Harry Potter fan fiction reader would be guilty of it. So, uh, that's a great point. <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> this book has, you know, this book has led to many a confession for this podcast. <laughs> 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 bearing here. Oh my gosh. Um, so Jeff calls again and he's like, Jet. Oh, Jet. <laughs> oh, I did write Jeff. Jet. Would be, <laughs> Jeff would be too normal. Like, okay, he can't be Jeff. Like yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so he calls it. He's like, Meet me at this payphone. And so, like, Baxter goes and meets me at the payphone. And he's like, I don't know. Jet says the same nonsense. And then Baxter's like, We got him. Because, like, Baxter's setting him up. And I was like, Wow. Like, is there going to be a confrontation here? Once again, I was expecting some action that didn't that didn't materialize because we had to have the more important sex scene on her kitchen counter. <laughs> so it's like we can't. They were right. having sex, and I was like, I hope you wipe that down before like you cook the next time. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So Jet's arrested. Yeah. And then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we lost him on a technicality. Like vague hand wavy. Like, I don't know what that means, but like, okay. But Jet's like blaming like Baxter. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. actually, like I have evidence against mm-hmm. Baxter. Which doesn't yeah. make sense because no. Baxter was helping them catch him. So <laughs> right. it's, like, it's like the FBI people weren't talking to each other. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. no. Like something's not adding up. <laughs> Too busy listening to sex tapes. <laughs> right. Right. It made its way around the office. <laughs> yeah. And they so they lost Jet, but like Sarah ha- has like a vague chip on her shoulder. Like it was so weird. It was like, oh, she has something to prove. Like it was this convoluted, like, oh, she has something to prove because she's a woman agent. But like that's why it's okay that he's sexually harassing her for being a woman agent. Like, yeah, Sarah I don't know. Was weird. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It was like you're, I, feel, I feel like it was like almost there. I was like, was there so could close. be something to be said about her being like a female FBI agent and like having to prove herself. And yet, we did not <laughs> get yet. That. No, Just, and yet, okay, and yet, and yet, yeah. and yet. that's and his yet. <laughs> yeah. And her sleaze bag partner had to had to quit working with her to teach her a lesson about right. how wrong she was. Yeah, I don't know. I was like something. Yeah, almost. Um, but yeah. she's like, oh, I really want to get Baxter. Like, I can't get that. Like, she just like won't let it go. And so they she have has to get like, someone. She's like, we. I have to nail someone yeah. to get my promotion and or whatever. So they have this like tension, and then Baxter finds out that Karen was talking to the FBI. Like, yeah, because 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 Sarah goes to see um, Karen. But before that, I had I had a question because we're constantly getting um, references to how her store has like so much more, so many more customers because mm. of like all the publicity and the media and stuff. And like yeah. how after like, she's like the press has like started including her in all the stories, like she's been outed. So like, she's getting even more traffic. And like, on one hand, like I recognize that it's like probably a little 
morally gray to like go spy on someone who's like you know boyfriend is like in the media for potentially going to jail but also like I want to like would you guys go like would if there was like someone in your you know within approachable distance like they owned some sort of like establishment that you could go to and you could go and like see them and you know like just spy a little bit like Mm. would you do it I don't keep up with the, the celebrity yeah, celebrity the stuff enough, so I, I would be oblivious to. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. This, I feel like this if would I be, did... I feel like on like the regular news, you know, because it's like business crime. It's not like Paris Hilton robbed a bank. Well, I guess Paris Hilton robbed what? a bank would be on the regular news too. But I don't. I don't know. You know, I don't like hear the regular news. If I okay, well, let me put it this way: if I didn't know there was a minor celebrity down the street and it was like not that much of an inconvenience, like absolutely, just to be like, yeah. oh, I saw this minor celebrity. Like I don't know why not. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, she's not mad about it. She's like, wow, people love my store. Yeah. <laughs> and also, also wait. She does have this like sick romance loft. Like we skipped over that, but that sounds like yeah. really close. I'd hang like, out I think in the I romance. I would love now. that. Yeah. yeah, it looks oh, really wow. nice. Yeah, I'd be like, hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. our local independent bookstore like doesn't even have a romance section. It just has like Julia Quinn and like a, one Christina <laughs> Lauren, and like that's yeah. it. So yeah. I want a romance loft. Like, give me a lot. Like, I'm picturing like, yeah, just like rugs, beanbag like, chairs, just, like, really cozy, like candles everywhere. Yeah. But you still want to make sure that people buy books, you know, instead of just that's hang true. out there and read all that's day, you know, drink Not coffee. That's true. <laughs> read them and put them Fair. back. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you have to pay a yeah. dollar to get up to the romance loft or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like the more time I spend in a bookstore, like the more likely I am to actually buy something. So I don't know. I bet there's I, – I, I don't know. I'm talking – I don't know anything about this. I bet there's like tons of research on this. But Right? Like Barnes & Noble has to be onto something by making yeah, it like I've, nice. I've heard that you have 45 minutes of thinking straight when you're in, in a store before – your your will kind of goes out the window and and you just say, oh, oh yeah I'll grab throw that in the cart. <laughs> Interesting. That feels very I can't remember accurate. where I read yeah. that. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's definitely true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how I ended up with these butterfly earrings yesterday. I was just like walking around a random flea market, and then eventually I was just like, all right, <laughs> these are the ones for me. Time to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So now Baxter finds out. Like Sarah comes to like blackmail Karen with the aforementioned sex tape recording, <laughs> um, and like Baxter, you know, overhears and he's like, "You've been working for the FBI this whole time," and you know, he storms off in anger. Yeah, and they're sad and they're broken up. I don't know, guys. Like, I hate moments. Like, I, I guess. Because I see it a lot in like Hallmark movies. Like, oh, you overheard something. You overheard one part of a conversation and just like storm uh-huh. off. I'm like, all this extra shit you've been doing in this book and that's how the conflict <laughs> happens. Yeah, you hate that too. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The miscommunication. All I'm saying is that there could have been a kidnapping here where, like, Agent Sarah goes rogue, kidnaps Karen, and, like, Baxter has to save her. Like, there was opportunities that were missed here. You just really want someone to get kidnapped, specifically Karen. I just – The good girl. 
<laughs> the good girl. The I good feel yeah. like once you introduce like a police character, some sort of law enforcement character, like somebody needs to be getting kidnapped, someone needs to be held at gunpoint, <laughs> like something, some like violent crime needs to be happening. Yeah. In this book, yeah. If you're gonna have a law enforcement main character. Yeah. Hmm. It could have been like Fred and Karen getting kidnapped. Or is that his name? Fred, her partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then oh, and then Sarah and, then and Baxter have to team, team up, yeah. up to rescue yeah. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> spinoff, real, yeah. real spinoff yeah. opportunities here. Yeah. yeah, you know that 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 magic Christmas change of heart. You know, Sarah's heart right. grew three times. Right. <laughs> she wears the Marilyn Monroe wig as a disguise as part yeah. of the rescue mission. Like, it yeah, all comes together. yeah. And then it all gets resolved because Baxter's the spirit mom of Christmas. is right. The spirit of Christmas. Baxter's well, well, mom Sarah, is like being fucking dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, Sarah. Sarah shows up and it's like Sarah Sorry. gets evidence. Yeah. So Fred, it turns out, was right all along, and there was evidence about Jet. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And so she goes to like make up with Fred, and they kiss in a validation of his years long sexual harassment scheme um, which I you know <laughs> yeah. good all for of a sudden him, he's not so bad he's not <laughs> right so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she has to go um, cry in his arms too which I yeah, rolled my eyes oh, pretty yeah. hard at yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Sarah what a sleazy <laughs> moment yeah <laughs> he's finally broken her down um the dark side fred's the kidnapper i'm surprised you didn't mention this because i feel like it's one of your like most hated things where like she's the one who ends up apologizing to him about like one stray comment about his like dead sister like she's the one who ends up being like i'm so sorry for instead of like him apologizing at all for like anything yeah, yeah but, he does. yeah. but the book presents that as like the whole time the book was like there's nothing wrong with what fred's doing so like you know what i mean i was like yeah. in the yeah. world of this book like he has nothing to apologize for and listen to be fair to fred that was a pretty <laughs> shitty thing to say about his dead sister <laughs> I remember thinking it wasn't that bad. I can't remember what exactly it was, though. I just feel like using someone's dead sister in an argument, like as a comeback in an argument, is like, that's a lot. Except that he made it, he made it about the sister. He was like, I've been sexually harassing you because you're like my sister. (laughs) (laughs) And she's she's basically like, stop sexually harassing me. Save their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I do it to protect you. It's what my sister would have wanted. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gosh, so awful. Oh, like speaking things of, you like, don't say, sex, like sibling sex. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh my god, really unraveling um, a lot here. Uh, but yeah, Sarah and Fred go to save their relationship. Sarah's like, she's good and pure, and she never turned on you, Baxter. Yeah. And Baxter's like, oh my god, you're right. And he drives, and he goes to her place of work, but. She's not there. And I was like, excellent. I love a grand gesture, not at the place of work. Yeah. Like, don't come, yeah. don't come she, on my job. Yeah. He, and he does it like while she's driving. So I was like, she has an escape route. She has an easy escape route. Like, if she doesn't want this. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> Doesn't he like cut her car off though, like in traffic? And, like, no, no. He just flashes his lights yeah, behind her and like okay, calls okay, her okay. and he's like, pull over. Baby, yeah. pull no, over. No, he doesn't like drive her <laughs> off the road. It's not from. like a fast and furious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's what I was picturing. 
I love that he does this after uh, when he's at the place of work, the bookshop, he waits in the parking lot and harasses the coworker, <laughs> the staff of the store, bangs on the car window. <laughs> oh my God. Did you ever find out like what Not kind of car? What kind of car is she driving? Is she driving like a Cavalier or She's like an old a Sunfire? Volkswagen Beetle? Karen? Yeah. Ooh, Karen. A slug bug? Yeah, I the, think, the new, like, I think the, it's a Beetle. The, air quotes, newer model. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Volkswagen. I don't remember them saying Beetle, but Volkswagen for sure. Oh, I was picturing like a red Beetle this whole time, but that could have just been like me. <laughs> I mean, it feels on brand, definitely. We have, Rachel, I forgot to bring this up. We have a Twilight reference at the beginning because Baxter drives a Porsche 911 Turbo Oh, yellow, a yellow wow. Porsche 911 Turbo, that. which is Alice Cullen's car. <laughs> <laughs> Look <laughs> at that. <laughs> Got a Twilight fan, Lisa Renee Jones. Because <laughs> no one else could possibly know about a Porsche 911 Turbo. <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Certainly not. Not in 2011? I'm pretty sure New Moon came out in 2011. There's no way she wasn't influenced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything comes back to Twilight. It all, it really Everything. does though. Like it yeah. really does. And I mean, I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> if she was inspired by Twilight, like the the weird like sibling incest dynamics, like really make a lot more sense. <laughs> I mean, Baxter <laughs> is kind of giving me some Edward vibes, just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He was on the hunt in the beginning. He you know. was That's on the hunt. What's he up with this prey. woman? <laughs> Literally, his prey. Yeah. He's sniffing her. He has a very powerful sense of smell. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Uh, yeah, so he's like, marry me. I love you. And, you know, she says yes, even though it's been, I don't know. It could be a year or it could have been, like, no. two weeks. No, I really just didn't, Christmas like, understand has the it, timeline. Been, it's, it's been, like, less than a month because the epilogue people – when we get their thing, they're like, we've been dating for a month. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so yeah. In romance that's okay. world, that's it was okay. just enough yeah, time. It was just yeah. enough time. Exactly. It was perfect. Time. It was too long, some might say. Right. Others might like, respond. <laughs> yeah. What is time in the face of true love? You know, like yeah. true yeah. love is, is endless. It's outside of time. <laughs> right. <laughs> When you go through that many just great emotional experiences that have to do with wigs and toilets and FBI agents, <laughs> right. you know, it's yeah, it's gel bras. Don't let me forget the gel bras. Yeah, the gel bras. Yeah, the gel bras. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not forget. Possibly the most traumatic of all. Yeah. Yeah. So the book ends. We get our first. We get our like basically the. The first and only this takes place at Christmas and this is a Christmas book thing in which she does a striptease to Santa baby um, for him at the end of the book. And I was like, look at you, Karen. Like, you're really coming out of your shell. Right. Save the title for last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like throwing it out. And then she she mails back the magic Marilyn Christmas wig. I did like to, that like, part. I love yeah, Marilyn. Continue yeah. the myth. Yeah. Like the yeah. sisterhood of the traveling pants, but like yeah. with a wig, with like a costume of- store wig. The- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gift like, it's like spirit given. Halloween wig. Which, <laughs> like, honestly, so it would still ironically be like 10, 
million times more hygienic than the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, I feel like, oh, right? <laughs> like, probably. probably. They're not allowed yeah. to wash the pants. That's like specifically. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to wash. Them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just, speaking of Santa Baby, I just would like to um, admonish you to like just briefly here for choosing a book with this title because I have had Santa Baby stuck in my head for the past month and like as I was reading this book every time like I put the book down and like went to go do something else I'd be like Santa baby and like <laughs> yesterday I was in the shower I was singing the Michael Buble version Santa <laughs> buddy oh, and I no. was like well, I was thinking about how dumb it was I was like Santa buddy like fine Michael but yeah for the last month I've been plagued by this song <laughs> Countdown to Christmas starts this weekend. So. Oh my gosh. What? Yes. Wow. Excellent. I didn't know that. Yeah. Excellent. Wow. Incredible. Love that for us. Okay. All right. Should we do the cat scale? Yeah. So is it a rating on the the how we feel about the book or just the reference to cats? Just the, just the reference to cats. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't. It's And it can be like just characters where you're like, I just feel like I got cat vibes from this character. It can be mm. like because a lot of characters were growling and purring. It can be because people were literally compared to cats. Like we had that quote at the beginning in which he was like, is she going to like roar like a lion or purr like a kitten? You know, I mean, sometimes we have really cat yeah. characters. Like, yeah. You know. Like yeah. the beginning of the book, especially like Baxter's perspective, like <laughs> you think of like all those Animal Planet videos showing of lions <laughs> hunting and you just see like their, the muscles in their back. Like that's how I felt. And I, it, I wasn't comfortable. <laughs> yeah. That, but that, it is, a, it is a high cat element. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there was that hunter vibe yeah. in the beginning. And I feel like, I feel like Karen is, uh, could be have the spirit of like a skittish cat she she kind of had mm. that vibe throughout you know that's like or the standoffish cat that it's like i hate you but i'm still gonna sit in your lap and insist pets <laughs> <laughs> right yeah fair enough fair enough yeah yeah but i feel like later on like after that kitten line mm. yeah i never Lisa really Renee just sort of dropped the she dropped the cat references i feel like you know yeah, so I'd I'd give it a four. Feels fair. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Brie? From one to ten, um, can I do like a three point five or a three? Yeah. Okay. You can do a three. Yeah. 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 Guys, right, I Rachel, just like it became too like when he. Okay, here's my thing. When he proposed <laughs> at the end, I was like. All you guys have done, like I know this is Blaze, right? And they they usually have sex on yeah. the page first one hundred pages, but like it, it became like that was all that they were doing. So when he proposed, mm -hmm. I was like, "Do you guys even really like each other?" Besides, like right this, you know, <laughs> like I need a good mixture of both. <laughs> I need some emotions there too, and I did not feel that. So. No. We did get one throwaway comment in which I think like when they went to the sex club slash private dinner like where they were like we discussed politics and the state of the city That's council true. and like something else and i was like oh look at you guys getting to know each other yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> never mind what's your true. favorite movie here you know no <laughs> it's your family the city council which right. if a man asked me that on the date i'd be like i'm 
I'm I gotta go to the bathroom and then I'm and I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. He's I'm like, sorry. yeah. So I I bribe each of them thirty thousand a year. How about you? <laughs> oh yeah. Rachel, what are you thinking for the cats? Go. Uh, I was gonna say like four. Four feels right. Yeah. I'll go with yeah. I'll go with a three, so we'll have a three point five. And it's crazy because like she obviously got her rights back and like reissued this, and I just am like, you could have updated some things, you could have fixed some things, yeah. And you didn't, you know. Take the opportunity to edit, <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> but at the same time, how much effort do you want to pour back into this yeah. this book? I feel. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I wouldn't I blame it. her. It's I'm lazy. Like, eh. Yeah. You know, Fair I'll enough. Slap a and cute you know, cover on it. <laughs> we read it anyway. So, like, and we now did. it's getting like a whole podcast episode advertising <laughs> yeah. it. So, like, who's yeah. the real winner here? Like, <laughs> Lisa Renee Jones. <laughs> Lisa Renee Jones won it. <laughs> you know what? This book was a fun read. And, like, that's ultimately all I want. Yeah. Out of, like, yeah. Recording this episode has made it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the most fun this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyone else have any final comments about Santa Baby? I was disappointed we never actually got a sexy Santa costume for either of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You would, yeah. Aaron. I would have like I was You're expecting right. a role play scene at one Something, point. Something, like, yeah. I, I yeah. will say I was expecting that. We should have named this so many other things other than Santa Baby. Yeah. It's like literally like the last page. Right, right. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like we'll talk about kidnapping in love or like. That sounds like I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like there were a lot of missed opportunities to make it more like Christmassy too. Because there were a few like could be holiday shopping references. Yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah, true. yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The toilet could have been spewing tinsel. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Lisa Renee was like, well, I'm hoping that this like gets optioned by Hallmark and I just want them to be able to put it at like any point in the season, like for their (laughs) holiday movies, like for their summer bonanza, like at any point I would like them to be able to adapt. That's true. And it's so much easier to like visually make something Christmassy. Like Hallmark has it so easy because they just put, you know. Yeah. Everybody has to wear red and green. Right, 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 <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So that was Santa Baby by Lisa Renee Jones. Friends, tell us where, tell our listeners where they can find you. Well, I am at the YouTube channel, Aaron's Reading Room, as well as at the Categorically Romance podcast. And you can find me at the derivative of all those names on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm with him on the Categorically Romance podcast and on Instagram at Brie.unabashedly. And I think I'm the same place on, uh, the same on Twitter as well. Nice. All right. Nice. We'll link all of that below. Awesome. Thank you for having us and reading yes, this. Yes, thank, thank you. you. It's great, great recording. Yeah, thanks. This was so fun. So next time yeah. we'll have to do something with actual kidnapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. I mean, we could do later. we could do 365 days too. If that, is that a book or is it just the movie? Does that exist in book form? I don't know. Yeah. Wow, so I don't you know. Talk. Have you guys seen 365 that? 365 like, days is, is that it's that either. mafia I movie on 
on Netflix. On Netflix, it's like, yeah. It's like, is it Polish? And it does start with her being kidnapped for 365 <laughs> right. days. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing an opportunity. <laughs> okay. We're all about not missing opportunities, okay? Right, right. Right. <laughs> right. That's my Christmas Take present to shot. myself will be kidnapping romance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love it. All right. all right. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs>